Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, it's Andy Bueller, high school sports reporter and host of the Scorebook Live Today podcast. So the coronavirus has shut down schools and halted high school sports, but we're taking things up a notch in hopes to help during this time of great uncertainty. Each day, we're releasing a special episode of this podcast called Dickow's Quarantine Series, where our own Dan Dickow interviews an expert in their respective field from coaches to trainers, authors to uh, former standout athletes. Subscribe to this podcast for free, and please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Let's keep everyone safe by washing your hands and following the governor's stay-at-home mandate. We're just as excited for high school sports to return as you are. Here's Dan Dickow after a word from our sponsor. Are you a small business impacted by the coronavirus? Washington Federal is here to help. Washington Federal is a proud sponsor of Scorebook Live, and it's offering a five-year business line of credit with 90 days interest for free to businesses that have seen a 10% or greater drop. Apply now to receive up to $200,000 on business lines of credit. The folks at Washington Federal understand small businesses may need an emergency loan. They're doing their best to help during this global pandemic. If you're a small business owner who needs help, head to wafdbank.com to apply. Questions? Email business.lifeline at wafd.com. Dan Dickow, Scorebook Live, Washington, with our Today podcast series during the quarantine. Uh, For anybody who's been listening, uh, following along with what we've been doing, um, having a chance to bring in different experts uh, across the sports industry, whether they're former players, uh, former coaches, current coaches. This one is a unique guest in the fact that uh, he has NFL playing experience uh, after graduating college at San Diego State. Um, he's got playing experience, but now he's transitioned his love for sports into becoming a successful businessman. Uh, the senior vice president of marketing for the Phoenix Suns and a good friend of mine, Tom Fletcher. Tom, how are you doing today? Thanks for joining us. Absolutely, Dan. Good morning. Uh, appreciate you having me. Yeah, for sure. I, like I mentioned, I think you've got a unique perspective. Uh, because you have professional playing experience and now you have professional business experience in the world of sports. Obviously, most kids growing up think, I want to play professional sports, whether it's football, basketball, basketball, uh, baseball. Um, I imagine you were the same, but you must have had other interests such as business uh, to where you were able to take your experiences and mold them into what you're currently doing. No. Absolutely. It definitely was one for me growing up in San Diego, uh, for sure. I thought, you know, originally I was going to play pro baseball. Um, I went to college to play football and baseball, both, and and uh, the football path ended up uh, providing a great opportunity for me. But it was always one for me. The education side of it was a big piece of it. Um, I, You know, things still hanging in my office or, you know, the academic all-conference awards that I've got. Um, those pieces that uh, of you know knowing that I was going to have that to fall back on was an important piece of it. And when I was in college, I, I think the biggest things that I did was 
I did uh, internships and I did it with local media outlets. So gosh, my very first internship uh, was with this startup guy named Jim Rome. And uh, I worked uh, on his radio show helping to book talent for interviews. And it was those ones for me, you know, in San Diego, that's where he got up and started. And I realized at that point I didn't want to be in radio um, and I wanted to kind of switch it up and change it up and wanted to see how the football path was going to go. And for me, when I was with Seattle with the Seahawks, um, I ended up spending a good amount of time in the front office upstairs just seeing how the business piece of it worked. And that really kind of turned me on to the other side of sports. And when you talk about the other side of sports, many times it's hard for a, a young athlete um, to think that long range or to think outside of their current uh, workout or their upcoming game. And, and I fell into that trap myself at times when I played. How would you, um, how would you encourage kids to go about learning about the things outside of just the event of being an athlete? Or how would you encourage parents uh, to maybe broaden their student athletes horizon. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. I think the, the thing that unique today that wasn't there when uh, I was coming up and through athletics is the fact that, that now universities have sports marketing degrees. They have that sports marketing platform where when I went to college, there, there wasn't anything along those lines of how uh, the business of sports, you could learn that through school. Even in high school, I think, you know, one of the things that uh, uh, there's programs, there's um, volunteer opportunities in school, um, DECA. DECA is a great program in high schools that look at the marketing uh, component of what happens in business, but also what happens. I think one of the greatest that's out now for is to learn is minor league sports. Minor league sports and university athletics are great ways for young people to intern and learn about it because you have to wear so many hats because they just aren't resourced like the pros are. And so it provides an opportunity for you to learn the ticket side of the business, learn the partnership side of the business, um, learn how everything works outside of GMs of what happens on the field or the court or any of those pieces. So, um, most markets where kids are growing up, there's a single A or, you know, some type of minor league organization that's in the market or at least a university uh, that's in the market where they're always looking for young people to be involved with those programs and learn that side of the business. So you're in a position now where you head your own department and you, I imagine you have the ability to hire people. Um, you with an athletic background, I'm sure, and, and I've known you for years, you have a go-get-it type of attitude and a mentality uh, where if something needs to be done, you, you get it done. Um, when you're looking to hire somebody, what are some of the essential traits um, that you look for? And do you look for that athletic background in prospective uh, hires? Absolutely. No, I mean, I've, I've been on this side of the business for 20 plus years now. Um, the last eight Prior to joining the Suns, I had a staff of 80 at IMG College and had 18 universities, so hired a lot of young people. Uh, now with the Suns, uh, staff of 25, I've got two spots open right now on my team. We're kind of waiting um, until we get through these uncertain times. As I go through the resumes, 
I certainly don't look at somebody's GPA. I don't look at um, the university that someone went to. I look at life experience. What, what have these people done that is outside of just going to class? What are the volunteer things they've done? Uh, what's that community background look like for them? Um, what are those experiences that they've been a part of? And what achievements have they um, done on the athletic side of the business? Those are all things for me that uh, I focus on when looking at opportunities for it. Part of it is, I think athletics teaches you your schedule. You know, we're so regimented uh, as athletes of knowing, you know, boom, we've got we've to be early. Uh, we've got to follow up. We've got to put in that extra work. The other thing it is, as an athlete, especially a student athlete, you know the fact of your schedule each day. You've got to knock out what you need to do during the day for school, knock out your practice, and get your homework done that so you do it all again tomorrow. I like that discipline when I'm looking at hiring people on my end. So definitely an athletic background for me is big and important. The other piece I would throw out there, and, and is again, it's certainly for those listening who are young female athletes. We are starving um, on this side of the business for young women uh, to get involved um, in sales, um, in uh, activation opportunities within the sports business, especially sales. Um, it is so male-dominated right now. And there's great opportunities uh, for women the sales side of our business right now. And I certainly, as I speak, I'm speaking to um, two universities next week, Zoom like this, talking about business and sports. Um, I've got another one coming up next month. And, you know, again, I'm talking a lot about the fact of uh, the windows of opportunity, especially, again, young women uh, to be involved on this side of what we do. So. Yeah, I can I can hear the passion in your voice about women being involved in sports. I know your daughter uh, is a college volleyball player, uh, and your son Thomas uh, plays for Alabama. I believe he's won a national title under Nick Saban. So you're also an experienced sports dad, where you've kind of uh, helped train, supported their career, kind of went through the recruiting process. What advice would you give a parent who has a kid? Uh, that is going to have an opportunity to play uh, at the college level about going through that recruiting process and making a decision? Yeah, no, for sure. It, uh, it was unique for both kids. Um, certainly for Molly on the volleyball side, uh, different process going through it on the Division One football side uh, with Thomas um, and looking at, you know, sitting in Coach Saban's office or sitting in Jimbo Fisher's office or or one of those as you're going through that recruiting process. I think the biggest thing, the biggest advice for me, for parents, is let your kid uh, manage that experience. Um, this, is, this is their recruitment. They're the ones who are going to have to um, commit to that program for four or five years um, and be involved with that. I think the biggest thing is the support you can bring to, uh, to those kids. Um, you know, it's a lot of pressure. Um, it's a lot of distraction. Um, I think as much as you can do on the side from a research perspective, um, but let, let the athlete follow up with the coaches. Um, one thing that I had each of my kids do after a call or a visit with the coach, they school handwritten note 
and sent it to the coach um, just to be different, just to show the fact that, you know, you cared about um, that program and that organization. Um, but I think the support system as a parent is a big one, knowing, again, the pressures and stresses that those kids have anyway, yet alone now going through the recruiting process. But there's great um, uh, websites out there right now where you can get awesome research on um, majors and uh, what kind of university the kid's looking for and how those schools fit. And uh, there's great connectivity for folks um, today to be able to go through that. And I'm kind of now doing it on the flip side with Thomas having one more year left. I'm now starting to look at, you know, 30 plus NFL teams and, you know, who has a, a long snapper at each team and what year they've been in there and what are they making and where might be the best fit for him uh, for the next level. So I feel like I'm going through it for a, uh, a third time now. Um, and certainly having gone through it myself back in the day and stuff as well too. So it's tough. I mean, you know it uh, well on your end. I mean, especially, you know, you committed to you know, where you were going to be at Washington state and then you made the shift and, and looked at, you know, Gonzaga for there. It's, it's a lot of change and, and it's a lot of um, moving parts that come into it. So I think the best thing for parents is the support system. What can you do to help support it? Let it be their decision, not yours. Um, and I think that's an important piece of it. That's some, some really great advice. Make it be their decision. Uh, it's their life experience. Um, one last question before I let you go. I, I want to be respectful of your time. Um, in all these kind of uncertain times, people are working from home. Um, you've got to be very regimented with, with getting the things done that need to be done, but you also have to have some laughter, have, have some, some family downtime. Um, is there a particular movie or Netflix show uh, that you have watched in the last couple of weeks since all this has gone down that you would recommend? You know, it's funny. It's uh, um, we, I've got a, a young staff that works for me. Um, one of the tools we use is um, a thing called Slack. Yeah. Um, and uh, we use Slack. We use the WhatsApp. Um, we use those things to kind of go back and forth. Well, you know, at least a couple of times a week it is, Hey, check out this on Netflix or check out that. Um, I'll tell you one that I've watched um, recently that um, I wouldn't certainly call it funny, but what but educational um, on my end for it is a Netflix series called Dirty Money. Um, and there's about 12 episodes of it, and it's um, literally uncovering con artists um, in different industries and business, and one of them happens to be on Trump, like literally when he first started getting involved in his dad's real estate business, there's one on maple syrup being stole, uh, stolen in, uh, in Canada, and the level of investment that that maple syrup is in that market, just very, very true story and very interesting uh, and intriguing on that. The other thing we've done is gone back and looked at old school movies that the kids haven't watched. So like literally last night we watched Grease. Um, you know, they had seen it before, but it was like, man, let's get something that we can all sing and have some fun with it. And so that was a lot of fun to be able to, to watch that last night. That's awesome. Well, Tom, again, appreciate your time. Um, best of luck to the Suns if the NBA season is able to pick back up. And, uh, again, thanks for, for sharing some time with Scorebook Live Washington. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. 
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.